I've learned that not doing enough, feeling the need to do more, be more productive, get more homeschool curriculum finished, do all the things that everybody's doing, or a little bit more than all the things that everybody's doing, is not just an issue for homeschool moms. It's an issue in our culture. When will we know when enough is enough? If we sit down to answer that question, it might help us quell the need to do just one more thing. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, Homeschool Life Coach at Capturing the Charmed Life, and I'm dedicating this season, season four of the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast to the overwhelmed homeschool mom, because we'd rather be clear, confident, and satisfied in our homeschool life Today, I'm going to dive into a discussion on the myth or mistake of multitasking. I know the compelling to do all the things and do them all right now. And kids kind of have a way of encouraging that need to deal with a thing right in front of us. And so it should probably be most times. But it's not just the kids. It's us, it's other people, it's our expectations of ourselves. It is this notion that if I can do more than one thing at a time, why wouldn't I? And hey, from one homeschool mom to another, I'm gonna tell you, I know that I am the queen of unrealistic expectations, or at least so I'd like to tell myself. I have very high expectations and it is not just of people around me, it's of me as well. So if I can get more than one thing done, at a time or three things, I'm going to try. In the very early days of my mothering life, I am breastfeeding my baby, but I'm not sitting on the sofa. I am standing at the kitchen stove, frying bacon, chatting with my mom on the phone. That picture sounds unwise. And it was. (laughs) And no one got hurt in the making of the bacon. But really? (laughs) Why? Why was I doing that? Because I felt like my life came to a halt and I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. Fast forward into the homeschool years and you feel the pressure from many different directions that you want to do all the things. You need to do all the things. And if you have more than one child, even if you just have one child, but if you have more than one child, you recognize very quickly that this is wildly impossible for you to try to do all the things. And yet we do. We force forward and try to do all the things and oftentimes a lot of things at the same time. And though I know whether you practice the five practices I'm going to offer you today throughout the early parts of your homeschool days and way into your parenting years, you will still become super homeschool multitaskers because the job just naturally necessitates it. But there are a few practices we can regularly use to help us slow down and be more present in our homeschool days. So today I offer you five tips to be more present. Straight up, here's what I've come to believe about multitasking that really it's a cultural myth that you can do it. Yes, I was standing at the stove with my baby cradled in my arms, breastfeeding, phone propped up on my shoulder, squeezing my head tight while I was 
turning over the bacon. And uh, it was a moment that was successful. Nobody got hurt. The bacon got cooked. I had a chat. My child was nurtured. That was a useful moment. Now, imagine a few weeks back when I was balancing my computer. Well, I won't explain where, because then you will just drop your jaw and go, really? You were trying to do all those things at the same time. I'm trying to balance my computer too close to the kitchen sink. And the kitchen sink is full because I'm trying to listen to something while I'm washing the dishes. And I have some things that somebody wants me to deal with right away. In that moment, not so successful. As you know from the last few episodes, I've replaced my computer. Because it turns out, unlike an iPhone or an iPod or all those devices, they can make it in the water, make it through the water. Computers can't. But I've been working on this multitasking challenge for years. And I have learned that straight up, you're going to enjoy your life more, be more present, and actually get more stuff done when you're not multitasking. Of course, you're also going to get better at multitasking without trying over the course of your homeschool years because you will still have so much opportunity to do it and necessity at times to do it. Maybe you'll be homeschooling more than one child, or you're working while you're homeschooling, or you ever need to cook, clean, or answer the telephone while you homeschool, or you actually need to be eyeball to eyeball with each child as you're doing a a homeschool activity so that they can really understand what you're speaking to or what you're engaging. We naturally think we're going to get more stuff done when we multitask, of course, obviously, because you're doing more than one thing at a time on purpose. But research actually says that we don't. And if you want to learn a little bit more about that, you can check out the article that I've posted on my website or link to my website from Psychology Today. A lady named Nancy Napier from Creativity Without Borders. Research in neuroscience tells us that the brain doesn't really do tasks simultaneously as we thought or hoped it might. In fact, we just switch tasks quickly. But every time we start, stop, start, it's actually rough on us. And it doesn't save time. It costs time, even small microseconds. But it's less efficient. We make more mistakes. And over time, it saps our energy. I think we all know that, yes, indeed, it does sap our energy. We might appear to get more stuff done on our list, but we don't get it done with high quality, and we'll be slower at it, too. And we both know that we will feel more scattered to top it off, so less happy, less present. But you already knew that. I know that you probably are already a skilled multitasker. It takes one to know one. But the mistake of multitasking is that practicing it is really just a recipe for overwhelm, unhappiness, and disconnect. Oftentimes, I think our culture declares that notion of multitasking is like something boastable, a picture of perpetual emotion slashing our to-do list with ardor. Our culture encourages it, for sure or at the very least declares that you're valuable if you are doing it that way. If you're super productive, you cross lots of things off the list and you know how to do many things at one time. But you say to me, stuff must get done. We're responsible for our kids' education. We're responsible for organizing the household, occasionally cleaning it, 
maybe even developing our passions if you're listening to me enough and investing in relationships and everything else that you think is important in your life. Stuff must get done. Or does it? And how much must get done? How much of what we're doing are we doing because we're trying to prove to ourselves or others that we're capable, that our kids are really getting a great education, that we can keep a clean house and give our kids a really great education, or that we are able to have a part-time, full-time job and give our kids a homeschool education and keep the clean house and also feed them. Maybe we're trying to show that we're even ahead of the pack that, hey, we're doing this thing, this homeschool thing, we're doing the off the beaten path thing, and we're doing it better than you would have thought. Or maybe you're listening to this because you know that you're barely keeping your head above water, but you still feel the compelling to get stuff done. Here are five things that I've learned to be more present, to nurture presence in our homeschool and in our lives makes us feel a whole lot more satisfied, less harried. So the very first thing that I've learned to do is to time block. When I began scheduling every activity of the day into my schedule, and I mean, I literally put every single thing that I did in there for about a week, I discovered it was not possible to do what I was doing, not even in a lifetime, let alone just one day. My expectations were really unrealistic. Then I began to wonder if it was necessary to do more than one thing at a time. Could I even be present in whatever I was doing right now? Could I really be present in the moment, feeling my fingers tap on the keyboard as I was thinking my thoughts or being present with you in my closet, talking about unrealistic expectations and figuring out how to address time in our homes or in our lives, rather than planning this afternoon's activities in my mind, or doing something with my child, maybe teaching them something and then mindlessly thinking about something else, or just even trying to get slippers on my feet at the same time that I'm trying to pull out the Play-Doh for my toddler. So what I've learned is no, categorically, no, I can't be more present if I'm doing a whole bunch of things at the same time. I want to be present in whatever I'm doing. If I don't want to be doing it, then I need to find a way not to do it or accept that part of life is doing the things you don't want to do and creating a reason as to why it would be important for me to do it because some things sometimes need to get done but I get to decide whether they are valuable and whether they should be part of my daily routine. So I encourage you to check out the time audit, which you can find on the show notes of this podcast episode on my website, capturingthecharmlife.com, and work through that time audit over the course of a week and clarify what do you really want on your list of to-dos. The second thing I would encourage you to do is to include what you actually want to do with your time. 
what would you like to see reflected in your homeschool life as what you chose to do over this course of 10, 15, 30 years of your life? What do you want to do? What are the memories you want to create with your kids? What do you want to do for you to develop you over the course of that time? What do you want to do for others to feel like you contributed in this life? How can you include white space in your days? Just enable margins around the busyness of your day. Not so that you pick up your phone and practice scrolling, but actually put that down and create white space in your day just to be. It would serve you to ask the question, what is an education anyway? A question I always encourage people to look back toward if they really are questioning, why am I doing what I'm doing? I am so busy. I've got so many things to do. And there really are so many things to do. But why are you doing it? What's the purpose? What is it doing for your child? How is it really benefiting them? What are they really being taught by the way you're doing it? Then you can determine what you actually want to do. So decide what you actually want to do with your time. So you've time blocked for a week. You've decided what you actually want to do with your time, prioritizing your time. And now I'm going to encourage you, third tip, is to give your kids eyeball to eyeball time every day. Why? Because that's actually what you want to do, is you want to be with your children. And But you and I both know that when you are homeschooling, it does not take very much to get very occupied in other spaces beyond your child. Funny that. Also funny that the general public assumes that we are always with our children, when in reality, mm, not always. And I don't mean when they become adolescents and they don't actually want to be with us all the time, that they actually want to branch out and do things beyond our home. I mean, even when they're little, they are not always with us. They don't always want to. Sometimes they want to go downstairs and play with Legos, or they want to go up into their room and read a book or listen to music or chat with their friend, or you fill in the blank. They don't actually always want to be with us. But we don't build in time to really connect eyeball to eyeball with them, to really see them and be with them. But if there is anything that I know about you, even if I haven't met you, it is that you want to have connection with your child. And when you do it fully present, your kids will often surprise you that they don't actually need as much time as you thought they might for that eyeball to eyeball time. Or they do indeed want more time than you can provide them. That's possible too. But you know that you can't be everything for them because you're a human being living this mothering experience. And sometimes you need to do other things. So you accept that you can't do everything all the time. And then you do the next thing fully present too. But if you give them fully present mom, they will know that you really are with them. So give your kids eyeball to eyeball time every day. Or one child every day gets eyeball to eyeball time. Let's just hope you don't have more than 30 kids. The fourth tip that I offer you is to include time just for you every day. Sometimes we resemble chickens with their heads cut off. We are beyond overextended. I've had many a conversation 
with another mom who is doing way too much is legitimately overwhelmed. Not just I feel overwhelmed some days, but looks truly overwhelmed. And I can actually see that not because they look like their head is off, but rather that their eyes dart back and forth. And they have a really hard time knowing what they're feeling right now. And they have a really hard time why they feel overwhelmed. Because there are just so many things going on. So if you just build in, say, 15 minutes each day, just for you, whether that's doing something fun, not doing anything at all, or creating a morning routine each morning, just sitting down to just be quiet. No screens, mama. Just set that thing aside. Grab a journal. If you haven't been encouraged by me to do that already, grab your journal, write how I feel and just be with yourself. The last tip I offer you is to practice mindfulness. Check in with yourself throughout the day. You could set a timer on your phone or a device, maybe an old-fashioned alarm clock. And when it goes off, take a deep breath. Ask, how are you feeling? Where are you feeling what you're feeling? Just sit with the feelings. The more you connect with yourself like that, the more you'll get clear on what you need to do next. The more you'll honor what you really want to do. And the more you'll really honor how you want to show up in your life. And in the encouraging words of Charlotte Mason, she says, encourages us, if something must be done, it should be done well. These are five tips to help you be more present, to multitask less, and be more satisfied in your homeschool. Thanks for joining me today. If you are looking to address this element of overwhelm, I would encourage you to go to the show notes of this podcast episode and access the overwhelm assessment. You will get 14 questions One question that can be used in your morning quiet time to journal and get curious about what's going on for you. Questions like, what do you want for yourself? What do you want in your relationships? Tell me about how you got to this place in your life. What do you want to change in your life? What is at stake if you don't change? These and a whole bunch of other questions that you can use in your morning journaling time to clarify your reasons for overwhelm. Or you can also access the time audit to address your unrealistic expectations. The time audit helps you get really clear on the activities that you're actually doing in your day. If you have thoughts or questions, head over to Capturing the Charmed Life and introduce yourself to me. And if you think this episode would be useful for your homeschool friend or maybe friends in a homeschool co-op, then would you share it with them? You'll help me to spread the word. Of course, you can always share a review and I'd be happy to give you a shout out on the podcast. Give me a review if you grab your phone, press Apple Podcasts at the very bottom of the page. You'll see a place to share your review. Every time you share a review of the podcast, it lets the algorithm know to share it with others as well. Until next week, I hope that you and your homeschooled kids can turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. 
you got this girlfriend.